Shut up, Jackson. What's up, everybody, and welcome into episode 35 of the We Like the Pain podcast, a show about two of the more deplorable organizations in the NFL, and those would be the Jacksonville Jaguars and Houston Texans. I am one of your hosts, Oscar Barkas. And I am your other host, Sam McFadden. And we've got a special guest today. Oh, I thought you were going to introduce me. (laughs) Uh, Hi, I'm Wyatt. I'm back again. He's back from his long absence now, on the podcast. This is a very special episode of the <laughs> We Like the Fan podcast. One that's never been done before. This is the first, this is the fastest podcast on air right now. I'm guaranteeing it. <laughs> We're currently going 80 miles an hour down the highway in a car. Why? Why it's driving us, and we're we're just gonna make the mo- the best of it. And it's going to be a good one. Don't don't think the quality dips because we're on the highway. The quality of audio might have gone down, but the quality of content is going Skyrocketing. up. Skyrocketing. All right, why don't we go ahead and hop into our quick questions. Um, I'll start us off. Yeah, fire away. Uh, this goes to both of you guys. If you, could take, if you could take one team in any sport and just make it to where they do not exist anymore, they're gone, their fans are gone, and it cannot be a Philadelphia team. Oh, come on. Cannot be a Philly team. Okay. Who is it? Mine is 100% the Los Angeles Lakers. Classic. Classic. That's actually okay. the only uh, sporting franchise that I hate. Really? Yeah. I could make Oscar wow. mad and go Houston Astros, but I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and also say Los Angeles Lakers. That's an easy runner-up because you took away the Eagles. The me. Lakers would be fun. I mean, the Lakers would be fun. The Patriots would be fun. Any Boston team would be great. Is this starting now that they're gone forever, or are you taking away like they uh, I've been wiped out forever? Like there's no history? Uh, they go from now. Okay, so we're not wiping out Magic and Kareem and Kobe Bryant all that. No, 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 no. Okay. The players exist in our right, yeah, uh, Lakers but, can go. I yeah, mean, Boston would be fun, easy obviously. Um, Man, actually, now that we say that, it's kind of fun watching the Lakers just implode in front of us. Yeah, so. but give it five years They'll and they're going to land another superstar in free agency because they're L.A. and they're going to be good <coughs> I will crash this car, Oscar. Don't you do that to me. <laughs> to crash the Don't car. you do that to me. Um, but I think I think the Lakers are a pretty good choice. All right, we'll throw, throw it over to uh, Oscar. What's your My quick question? question, since we're on a car trip, what is your go-to? Uh, it can be like a fast food chain if you like stopping for food on the road or like if you like stopping at gas stations. What's your go-to snack on the road? Waterburger. If I'm on the road, it's Waterburger. Waterburger's always great. That's not a snack. My though. first thing was my go-to was like if you stop in a go- gas station, what are you gonna get? Okay, let's let's it's limit like it a to gas that. station let's snack. Limit it to you're that. walking down the aisles, you're touching everything. Gotta gotta get my what grubby you, little fingers. Yeah, you gotta everything. feel it up. Make sure there's a lot of food in there. What are you gonna get? Everyone knows I love my combos. He loves combos. Why Caldwell is a He's the biggest combos guy I've ever met. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I love him. Um, I'm going to go with, oh, I usually like to get a little little bit of like a, like a candy bar. Okay. Um, I don't know what my go-to is, but I, I will tell you this. A candy bar that is, I think, lesser known that I'm all in on right now. 
the hundred grand Dude, bar. I was about to see the that. The hundred grand Goated. bar. Goated. Incredible. Goated. The nougat. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I don't. I don't have. I haven't had those enough to have an opinion on them. What about you, Oscar? Uh, I tend to change it up. I don't have a classic snack, but my drink on the road is always an A and W root beer. It's just my. I my haven't snack. had a root beer in years, probably. Fair. But you know what? I can. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. It's just a good, unless like you need caffeine or whatever. I don't. Root beer is just a bunch of sugar. Actually, a late night car drive where I have to be driving for a long time is the only time I will consume a fully full octane Mountain Dew. Ooh man, that'll get you jazzed. That'll worry you. That'll worry you. In the words of Walker from. Talladega Nights. I'm a jump on you like a spider monkey, old man. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Thank you, Oscar. <laughs> all right. All back right there. And then we'll finish off our quick questions with why. What you got for us? Well, I have two, but one was more funky and one was football related, and I didn't realize we were going the funky route. No, no, do both. Do both. All right. First one, and there's, there's a lot of caveats to this, but because. You have two NFL teams, obviously, but like we all have our main sports franchises, right? Like I'm just a straight Dallas sports guy. You mix with like the Astros and Spurs. You got the Spurs. Yeah. Um, who is your bandwagon team? Like team that you are almost just as passionate about them, even if it's not on that list. And the Jaguars don't count because you, that doesn't count. Who's your, who's your bandwagon team? Mine's but, absolutely the Dallas Mavericks, but that's like. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. The bandwagon Luca fan. Kind. I mean, Uh, no, no, it's back. Because I I was a fan when they won the 2011 championship. But like, I've lived in Dallas long enough that most people would just root for the Dallas teams. Let's go outside of where we've lived. Because that. Hold on. Let me shit on the Cowboys for a second. Uh, (laughs) By all means. But I would never stoop so low to become a Dallas Cowboys fan. So really my whole, and I don't care about baseball or hockey that much. So my only like Dallas team is Mavs, but I'm a huge Mavericks fan. We talk about how low the Texans are stooped in the standings right now. Okay. That was, that was given to me. That was not, that was forced <laughs> upon me. That's that was not a right. choice. <laughs> I wouldn't choose to add more misery to my, my already just talk to Dan. Horrible talk to Dan Barkus about that. Um, all right, Wyatt, what's your what's your bandwagon? I was kind of hoping y'all would answer because I still haven't really decided. But as of right now, you are a Dodgers fan, which is because of your grandfather. Yeah, but, but again, that's, there's the caveat. Like you have a reason. That's this bandwagon. True. There's like no reason other that's than like fair. hype and you just being a casual sports fan towards them. That's fair. Grandfather links don't count. Living in Dallas shouldn't count. Then I'm not sure I have one. I don't think I have one, then. Well, if you had to have uh, one. Maybe, like, the Milwaukee Bucks? Mine was probably the Bucks. I was about Bucks. to say that, Bucks, too, because like, of Giannis. I love my man Giannis. I was yeah. rooting for him in the, when they won the finals yeah. and all that. Yeah. And I especially was because Devin Booker was in the finals. The, the closest thing I've ever had to that was when LeBron went back to the Cavs. I rooted for them, and then they won the title, and I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Yeah, that's enough, LeBron. I was a huge Golden State Warriors after they got a 
Got KD fan. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> we'll switch to my better question. Okay. There's less yeah, caveats. Yeah. Less, yeah. Uh, I was going to ask, and it pains me to say this, but going into week eight, assuming the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, uh-huh. who's the second best team in the NFC right now? This is a huge sports show topic right now. Uh, probably the Cowboys. Um, I mean, the Cowboys are up there. We're playing really well. Um, it's certainly not the Bucks or the Packers. That, and they were the, the top two. And they were, and the, they the, were the, the top couple. Rams, Rams are down. The Niners. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings. Dude, they're running away with that NFC North right now. It's really weird that it's probably legitimately between the Vikings and the Cowboys. Do we have Do we have a Vikings Cowboys matchup this year? We don't, right? Yeah, we yeah, yeah, we, we, we do. Yeah. That will be interesting. Yeah, that will be very interesting. That probably decides the second and third seeds. Actually, no, because the Cowboys the Cowboys will be a wild oh, card if Philly wins out. That's tough. Yeah, it's really tough. I have two reasons why my answer is my answer. As I say, well, three reasons. One, I'm a Cowboys fan. It's obviously the Dallas Cowboys over the Vikings, at least. Two, defense significantly better. Three, Dak Prescott, not Kirk Cousins. There's my reasoning. That's fair. That's uh, fair. Can I? Although Kirk has played well this year, I'll give him that. Kirk's been fine. Can I uh, throw out the Atlanta Falcons for anyone? No, they can't. Seahawks, man. Um, They're going to win. Yeah, honestly, the the, the Seahawks are in the conversation. I mean, here's here's the the teams in the NFC we'll talk about. Philadelphia, the Giants, Minnesota, Dallas. Those are the the teams that have five or more wins. Seattle, the Rams, Atlanta, San Francisco. And then he drops off to Green Bay, Washington, Arizona, Chicago. It's pretty clearly the Cowboys, and then the Vikings, like, definitely have a have a say in that conversation. Yeah, I would say it's the Cowboys right now, though. Um, all right, let's hop, let's go ahead and hop out of our quick questions. We'll get into some news real quick. Um, not a ton of it today. Um, we have a little bit of. Baseball news to get through. Yeah, the World Series starts tonight. We gotta yeah. say that. Astros Phillies. This is pretty much a lose lose for it's everyone involved. Oscar doesn't get a say in this. Um, I think it is uh, Best awful. Baseball team in terms of continued success since the 2000s Yankees. You gotta win another title first to say that. But okay. No, the Cardinals. The card. No, the Giants. The Giants won three World Series in five years. No way. Oscar's tacking out of his butt. He's not even a baseball fan. I am. I am. He's not a baseball fan. No. No. (laughs) Anyway. That's enough baseball. I will say six straight ALCSs is pretty nuts, though. Anyway. Sure. The only reason that's any good is because they've kept the Yankees out of it. Out of a bunch yeah, of stuff, I'll, 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 I'll give them that. Other than that, though, let's talk about those Spurs. Yes, sir. I mean, <laughs> woo. I mean, let's talk about them. Looking significantly better than anybody gave them credit for. Yeah, they like, were supposed to be like, horrid. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the two like, the two surprise teams so far. Well, the the Trailblazers are probably the most surprising, just because people did not have them in the playoffs, and they're 
Dame's out right now for a little bit, but they they look like they could make some noise in the Western Conference playoffs. Uh, the two after that are the Utah Jazz and San Antonio Spurs, who were both supposed to be horrific. And I'll, I'll say right now, both will be pretty bad this year. I would just like to take this moment to ask Wyatt a question. Okay. Do you know what the standings are currently <laughs> in the Southwest Division? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty upside down. Memphis, New Orleans, San Antonio, Dallas. And then Houston. You got mentioned And then Houston. Houston. What are they, one and three? They are currently one and four. Yeah. They're <laughs> pretty bad. Um, but. I love that. We're currently the eighth seed in the West. Season ends right now. We're in the playoffs. We're in the play-in. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone tweeted that about the Jazz. Talking trash to a Mavs fan. I told Sam that. So that was completely a reference to that. <laughs> uh, I will it. say, on a serious note, everything that I've seen out of Kelvin Johnson and Devin Vassell has made me extremely excited. I don't think either one has, like, one like the the leader on a good playoff team potential, but they definitely could be the two and three with how they're looking right now. They're certainly good enough to play on playoff teams, that's for sure. Which is all which is what you I want. Think, out of I playoffs. think we knew that anyway. I think that they're proving that they can carry a significant load on a pretty good playoff team. It's been five games. Let's let's uh probably but let's tap the brakes on that. That's my opinion. They are in their second. And right now they are. Oh! And the Mavericks are. All right, that ends our NBA talk. Um, the last bit of news is back to the NFL. Um, Kadarius Tony and Robert Quinn both got traded just recently. The Kadarius Tony trade has had more talk about it, weirdly enough, in my from what I've seen, than the Robert Quinn well, trade has. The Kadarius Tony trade impacts fantasy, and that's like what and most. Of- and it's in New York and Kansas City. That's fair. Yeah, but, well, both garner more talk than the Eagles, except for in Philadelphia on the NFL fair. media escape. The Robert Quinn trade is certainly bigger, though. Oh yeah, um, impact was another real another really good defensive lineman for a already very good defense. Yep. They're getting dangerous. Yeah, and they, uh, I saw today that they agreed to a contract buyout with him after this year. So it's just yep. a one-year rental. Yep. Um, which is pretty sweet. It adds a lot. Uh, I put those in the show doc. Neither one of those is, like, humongous. We've got to talk about it things. It's just a reminder the NFL trade deadline is on Tuesday. Um, and I think that we'll see at least one more pretty decent trade before Tuesday. I do too. I do too. Also, can we talk about for just a second, I want to bring up the fact that obviously Tampa Bay just kind of sucks. They lost last night to the Baltimore Ravens. But there's been a lot of talk about this. Atlanta and Carolina play each other next week. 
or is it this week? This Sunday. This Sunday, and whoever wins that game will have sole ownership of the NFC of, of the NFC South, and, it, and like they'll be in the playoffs if the season were yeah. They're in first place, and one of those that's teams crazy. just traded away Christian McCaffrey and yep. is starting their fourth string quarterback. The other team has not. Uh, they, they they were supposed to be entering a rebuild this who's year. The, who's the third string on the Matt Corral entering the oh, season yeah. as their third string quarterback. So, my, the one I want to focus on right now is the Panthers, though. Just to say, they just traded away Christian McCaffrey. They maybe Healing looked theory? they maybe looked their best of the season last week. Yeah. With, Dude, they let without PJ, him, they let him cook. They actually let him like throw passes past the line of scrimmage, which was crazy. And the fact that they did not trade DJ Moore is actually starting to look like it makes sense. Yeah. Um, because if they can make the playoffs, then why not try, you know? Yeah. So, and if someone is going to make the playoffs in that division at like eight and nine. Yeah. Nine and, and eight. realistically, it's probably still going to be the Bucks, but it's no longer like, a all right. Shoe in, yeah. yeah. It's the Bucks spot. I mean, out of all the divisions, who had the highest odds to win their division going into the year? Was Tampa. Oh, for yeah, sure. I think it was. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like, New Orleans was, like, the sneaky pick. Two weeks ago, we were talking about the Panthers might be the worst team in the whole league. Yeah. They looked so awful, they had one win. And then beat the Bucks. And then they beat Tampa Bay. Soundly. Uh, going back to the Very Saints, soundly. they currently have one win, and their pick is going to Philadelphia next year. Yep. So, that's <laughs> tough. <laughs> the Saints tried to trade Philly Alvin Kamara for that first round pick back. Yeah, so there, there's <laughs> been some linkage of Alvin Kamara to Philly, and Howie Roseman asked, the report was, he asked them what the cost would be, and they said, our first round pick back, and they are never doing that. Simply not going to happen. Howie Roseman also tried to trade um, for Christian McCaffrey, but reportedly his offer was just one third round pick, which is a lot less than what they got for him. So clearly, hey, I can't clearly he's not running trying to sink a ton into running backs, which makes sense because he's a good GM. I mean, he matters, but it's not. Miles Sanders is fine. Yeah. Like, they don't. It's not like they have a gaping hole. And even if they did, it wouldn't be worth high draft picks for that. Yeah. They, they, have, uh, they have a good enough offensive line. You could put me behind there, and I'd probably get like a yard every once in a while. Like, that's how good it is. Yeah. I just find Lane Johnson and running us back. Yep. All right. Shall we talk about the Texans and Jags? It's misery, guys. It's This is what you came for. Uh, we suck. Uh, We're still bad. I'll, I'll start. I'll yeah. start. We'll go over the Jags first. Because, frankly, they're the more disappointing team this year. We, uh, we lost to the Giants. Yeah. Tack this on. This is our fifth loss this season that we could have won. Should have won. Um, I felt good throughout most of this game. I thought we played well through most of this game. And yet again, stupid mistakes towards the end of games. Dude. Yeah, I was I, really pulling for y'all to beat the uh, Giants. I rewatched sinks us. The, uh, the final drive because I was like, I wasn't really paying attention to what was happening. I was like, what? What, why the Jags were driving with a chance to tie or win. Uh, the final score was 23-17. to 17. Yep. There was a super nice play drawn up 
like a fake sort of reverse, and then the receiver that had the ball threw it back across the field to a wide-open Travis Etienne who could have run for, like, 40 yards. Maybe, maybe would have scored. He dropped the ball. Right. He's And he's had – he's struggled with drops all season. And, I mean, it's just unacceptable. And I mean, also, Trevor had his ups and downs. He looked good most of the game. Towards the end of the game, he got worse. I will say – and this was on both sides of the ball, but it happened for the Jaguars several times. And in one, and it, on our second to last drive, where we were actually driving and could have scored to to make it a close game, terrible spots. Yeah, terrible yeah, it was spots. Weird. On that la- second to last drive, we lost like a full yard on one of the spots. And, and, and Christian and, and Kirk had, had that nothing. first down. That yeah, they didn't. So that was really frustrating. But um, just. Once again, I, I did my whole spiel last week about how how stupid mistakes have cost us three or four games. How we were in and could and should have won maybe all of those games. And yeah. here we go, another game against you know a pretty good team that we should have won had we actually just like got our shit together. So yeah, and it's a super, super young team. You're going to make those mistakes, but like for it to keep happening, that's coaching at this point. Yeah. And um, things might get worse for Duval. There's been a lot of reports that Josh Allen could potentially be traded. No way. Yeah. Um, I did not And see if that, that happens, it just makes no sense. I don't that understand doesn't... why. We're a super young team. We're not paying that. I mean, we have money to pay him. He's super young and very good. You don't make a great team by letting your talent walk or by trading them for less than their worth, which is what would happen. So, you know, I just... Don't be a fool. Just keep your good players. You don't have that many of them. So... If the Jags continue this bad train, Doug Peterson's still got a job. I think he's done it fine. Yeah. Yeah, Does this mean the end of... uh... Balky? Yeah. No, I actually think it means... I think the Josh Allen trade rumors means that Balky is very secure in his job. God, that sucks. I think he's super secure. Interesting. Um, Which... I don't think it's the end of the world. I think that our draft was super good. Our last, super good our last two drafts have yeah. been really good. Yeah. Tyson Campbell looks great. Our picks this year look great. Trevor's Trevor. I mean, I think he's done a fine job. I'm not really that worried about him, but I think he's very secure. Okay. Just I, I have an interesting question, and I just want to see y'all's input on this because I haven't talked a lot about it. And obviously there's people that are, like, already starting to call Trevor Lawrence, like, a bust and all this crazy shit. Obviously, he's not a bust. Obviously, he's a good quarterback. How much longer before you consider, and maybe maybe you've accepted this? I don't know. I don't know what your input is on this, that he isn't, like, the next Andrew Luck prospect. Well, he's not. I've already accepted that. He's not. That's what he was touted as going. He's touted as, like, the generational quarterback. That is what he's supposed to be, yeah. Uh, He must be best QB prospect since Andrew Luck. Yeah. Which, and before Andrew Luck, it was Peyton Manning. Peyton. Yeah. Peyton. Yeah. So, I mean. Um, yeah. The worst situation. Yeah. 
ever been put in. Um, but if you consider this history, you've got a basic college that was like last season, sure. the NFL last season. Like, I don't know. I mean, I've still got hope that he can be that good only because no. there's an argument to you. I mean, you can make the argument that last year didn't count. This is really his rookie, like first full rookie year. If you look at it that way, then he's fine. I agree with you that you have to acknowledge the last season exists. I don't know. I, I've i been disappointed this season the, with what I've seen. The odds are he'll still probably make some Pro Bowls. He's probably still going to be a very good quarterback for a long time. Odds are. But I don't know. From what I've seen, uh, he just doesn't look like the next Andrew Luck to me. That's for sure. No. And honestly, the fact that he was touted as that was kind There's of like There's nothing a, wrong with that. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. That's no knock on him. That's like yeah. insane shoes to fill. It's just... That is what he was touted as, so it's kind of, it's, yeah. it's a tough discussion. But the guy after him, the guy picked the next pick after him, uh, in my opinion, should not be a starter in the league oh, after this year. It's not so. like the Jags made, they absolutely made the right yeah. decision. I was talking about it with you. We were, we were redrafting that draft, kind of, and it's like Micah Parsons, like, cleared away in terms of talent by his position as the best player in the entire draft. Yeah. But the still, still to be made that Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick in the draft. still probably take Trevor because of positional value. As right. of now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about the Texans. All right. Uh, we have been in every game. We were beating the Raiders. Frisky. Going into the fourth quarter. Um, but we're doing what I kind of wanted them to do, which is show talent across the board and then lose a bunch of games so we can have a high draft pick. Um, Davis Mills actually looked like he was turning a corner a bit. Off script throws, like pulling out of the pocket, making like, actually super, super good throws. For a big name, a backup coordinator for a long time, starter, but is not on chess. He's kind of been there a little Obviously, you had Stan Peters, which is Yeah. Uh-huh. 
start boxes the majority of the time because Davis Mills is our quarterback. Um, hey. Here's thrills. Long net. But yeah, he is he is actually put to the test and he is Bruce Hall is out. It's like Bob and Kenneth Walker for rookie of the year right now. So this will be the true test that good. Always, <laughs> he's better than he did. Um, we did the rain a lot, which is huge. Um, yeah, just the Raiders. I, I am the opinion that they're not very good. Yeah, but they're better than the Texans. They are better than Texans. If we wanted to win that game, we probably could have won that game, and we did not win that game. So you heard it here: the Texans let them win. Everyone on the field wanted to win that game, though. Right. And everyone on the sideline wanted to win that game. It's the front office that didn't want to win the game. So yeah. Davis I Mills think, threw a pick six. I don't think he <laughs> not on purpose. I, I, don't think he, I think he wanted to score a touchdown on that draft instead of throw a pick six. Oh, that was such a bad throw. Um, what? But yeah, the Texans should be bad. They are bad, and that's a good thing. Sure. Yes. Remind, remind yourself of that every time you lose a game. Oh, I'm I'm or throw a pick six. I'm so okay. removed. Like earlier in the season, losing hurt. Now it's like, well. Also, if you trade Brandon Cooks, the only solace, like it sucks, that's that's a lose-lose situation. But by the time you guys are like 
reaching a window where he might be like really good again. Yeah, he'll be in his. He will be past his prime, yeah. and it won't be able to help at that point. But what do you think we'll be able to get for him? That's kind of what I. Yeah. That's, that's what I set the. Probably third round. Standard ass. I'll be disappointed you know, if it's Cowboys. Lower. It could be cool. We are cool. we are going to eat a ton of salary in that move. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys. Because he did just sign a two-year, forty million dollar contract, and most of it was guaranteed by us. So. Yeah. We're gonna eat it a bunch. Um. My only other Texans thought, well, two, we're playing the Titans this weekend, and Ryan Tannehill is also highly questionable. It's going to be an awful football game. Yep. The, the only thing that people should be tuning into that game for is watching Derrick Henry run for like 300 yards. Yeah, I, I don't know if Tannehill make a big difference in the outcome of that game. I don't know. Malik Willis has looked super bad in really? his limited action okay. so far. So if he if we make him have to throw, which we may not make yeah, him that's, do. Yeah, that's the caveat <laughs> there is that you might not have to or that uh, we might not be able to make him. My other thing that I wanted to say was we're going to have a pick where we're picking a quarterback. Like, yeah. It's pretty obvious at this point. The quarterback class preseason was touted as like the next class and is not looking super good at this point. So who would you take? Who would you take if you have your pick of the litter? Bryce Young. Okay. Which is scary because there's pretty much not been a quarterback under six foot and under 200 pounds to succeed ever. Um, Yep. And that's what Bryce Young is. But I hope that we work around that because the other quarterbacks in this class have not like CJ Stroud looks like he'll be a competent starting quarterback in the NFL but we talked about this a couple podcasts ago you don't want like a Kirk Cousins anymore and that's kind of the the strain that CJ Stroud is turning into so absolute heresy absolute heresy Kirk Cousins is fantastic I hope our game against him is a night game. Yeah, he can't play during the night. He's scared of vampires and werewolves. He's just scared of the dark, man. Give him some, cut him some slack. All right. You can't uh, put a nightlight on a football field. (laughs) He can't bring his lava lamp to the game. (laughs) All right, we'll move on. That's the end of our Texas Jaguars talk. Um, Up, quick update for our team draft for those of you that have been uh, following along. Bit of a comeback this last Huge week. Huge comeback for Sammy. I, uh, I, what, it was 10 to 4? 10 4 this 10 week. 10 4. I'm still down by one. It's 54 Oscar, 53 me. But I've got all the momentum. So. And this is a momentum sport. We forget that. Uh, sometimes people don't think of, think of that. And I'm coming for you. I know it. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to double your score by end of season. Oh. All right, and then uh, we'll go ahead and go into our game spread pickems. Though um, we were seven and seven last week, we split it, which is super boring. Will not super boring. Week. Well, there are only uh, fifteen games this week, so yes. we can't split it. We'll Except split it wait, we uh, we missed Thursday night, so we could split fourteen. Oh, we totally did. Okay, okay. All right. Um, 
I will... You start. I'll start. I'll start. It's the Jacksonville game. I'll take this one. Uh-oh. Guys, I didn't mention this when we talked about Jaguars, but game of the game of the week, it... game of the year alert. Game of the year alert. London, 8.30 yard time, in the morning, only on ESPN+. Plus. Jacksonville Jaguars, Denver Broncos. Game of the year. Do we think that that will be the lowest rated NFL game in yes. recent memory? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, absolutely. But the line, Jacksonville <laughs> are two and a half point favorites. I'm taking Jacksonville, baby. Come on. I would too. They're at home, basically. There are a ton of Jaguars fans in London. That's why y'all always have the London game. You know, I did see a survey. Um, in some London magazine of like fans, NFL fans in London. Um, and I don't remember who number one was, but the Jaguars were like ninth in the survey. And I was very interested in why. We're the London team. Yeah, but like our owner wants to move us to London. We're the we're the we're, we always have a London game. We were the first. I understand that, but are all the England fans that are interested in the NFL jumping to be Jaguars fans? Well, we're the only people they can go see. Fair. They're the only team that gets and one game gotta, a year. To you've got to give. You've got to give credence to the team that's in your that's that's in your home that chooses you. The Cowboys chose to be in Dallas. <laughs> They're our team. The Jaguars. The Jaguars want to be cho- in London. The Jaguars want to be in they London. <laughs> London wants them, and I'm all for it, baby. I'm all for it. All right. Oscar, take his takes away. What would you – I'll just give you the choice. We're not writing your answers down, but would you want the Jags with two and a half – or giving two and a half points, or would you want the the Broncos? That's right. Russell Wilson's starting. He is. He is. But he is super limited. (laughs) Uh, God, that's a tough one. Yeah, I might take the Jags to cover. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, the Panthers-Falcons game, which we mentioned earlier, they're playing in Atlanta. The Falcons are giving four points to the Panthers, and I'm rocking with Carolina, baby. Give me the Panthers. So when you say giving points to the Panthers, you mean like it's Falcons minus four? Falcons yeah. are minus by yeah. our right. favorite yeah. Um, yeah, so Atlanta's mine. What would you pick there? What? Oh, you're talking. I thought yeah. you were talking to yeah. Sam. No, no, no. Uh, give me the Falcons. Okay. okay. Watch Mariota. All right, Chicago at Dallas. Dallas are nine and a half point favorites. We just saw Chicago come off their best looking performance of the year. And Justin Fields, by far, best game of his career. I'm taking Dallas. Yeah. I will also be doing that. Best pass rush versus the worst offensive line in the league. Uh. Alex Leatherwood is coming back this week, that's so gonna be, that's gonna be barbecue. Alex Leatherwood, who was traded, who's, like who was not, cut, who was, was a first cut. round pick, and he was cut. That, no, is, yeah. that is gonna be barbecue chicken, as Shaq pick. would say. Yeah, that's barbecue chicken. Uh, right I have Justin Fields in one of my fantasy leagues, and although he did look good against the Pats last week, I'm starting Davis Mills over him. So that says all you need to know. All right, the uh, Dolphins, I'm guessing you're taking the Cowboys. Yeah. The Dolphins are playing in Detroit this week and are favored by three and a half points. (sighs) 
The Lions, man. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. I'm taking the Dolphins. Absolutely, dude. Finally, finally we've gotten to a point where people are just like okay with admitting, okay, yes, the Lions are bad. They are. Dude, it's just because of how many points they scored. So yeah. it's like, okay. Which was never going to last. They have Jared Goff no, as their they quarterback. They had a competent offense, which means you can realistically beat any mediocre team. Unless you have the worst, like, the worst defense, defense in the we've seen in yeah. like years. I would not be that surprised if they don't hit 35 points in a game the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. I don't. I Jared Which is what they were averaging um, in the first four games. So Dan Campbell's career record is worse than Matt Patricia's were yep. through his first one and a half seasons. People can love the guy, but I mean, yeah, maybe he's just a really bad coach. Yeah. You know, it takes more than, you know, love of the game and loving your guys to win football games. Yeah, anyway, it's tough. Why? Who would you say you would take the Dolphins there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Arizona at Minnesota. Minnesota are three and a half point favorites. I'm going with Minnesota. I hate Arizona. I really don't like them. I'm fine getting the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving the Cardinals points there. I don't like either. I, I mean, yeah, the Vikings are what six and one, but like they're not as ugly of a six and one as the Giants are, but. By no means is it a pretty six and one. Dude, the Cardinals defense still sucks. It's terrible. They have looked and I am a lot better. And I am not the past I, two weeks. I'm standing, like a much better I'm team. standing with their defense is still terrible, and I'm standing with I don't trust Kyler Murray. So and I don't I'm trust still, Kirk yeah. Cousins. So it's a noon game. Oh, it's how a noon game. he's elite. Incoming four touchdown game, Kirk. All right, the Raiders are playing in New Orleans. New Orleans is giving them a point and a half. I'm taking the Raiders. Saints are bad. Wait, New Orleans is favored by a point and a half? Yeah, in New Orleans. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Um, Yeah, I'd say New Orleans is the pick here. Well, I I went Vegas. Andy Dalton's elite. And that's all I'll say about that. All right. I think I'm taking the Saints too. Okay. Okay. They have to. I mean, law of averages says eventually they have to win one of these games. They've lost some weird. They've lost like four or five weird games this season. They have to win one. They got home field. Andy Dalton doesn't look terrible. (laughs) They're not a one-win team. That's no. What I'll say. They're better than their record. Um, And like I said, I'm of the opinion that Vegas is not very good. Um, Fair enough. New England at. The Jets. New England are two and a half point favorites. Jets just lost Brees Hall. And New Elijah Vera Tucker, which I Elijah think is Vera a bigger Tucker. loss. New England just lost um Oh my goodness. If I remember his name, I'll say it. But they're stuck in the middle of this Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi controversy. The, oh, oh, they just lost to the Bears is what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. They didn't lose anyone. They, they just, lose, lost, they just their, lost to the Bears. They lost yeah. their dignity. Um, I'm going to take the Jets. Yeah, that's a good pick. J-E-G-S. I only am happy to get the Pats because they are like 20-2 and two versus the Jets. I was just going to Jets say, I'm the taking last. the Pats. Bill Belichick yep. owns that team more than any other team. He owns a, a lot of teams. I mentioned how bad Zach Wilson's been earlier in the podcast. This is a seeing ghosts type game for yeah. for Zach Wilson, potentially. 
All right. Uh, the Steelers are playing in Philly. Philly is giving them 11 points. And even though the Steelers hung around with the Dolphins last week, man, 11 points. That's a big spread. I'm taking the Eagles. Like, ah, I like it. I, I'm happy with the Steelers. Genuinely, 11 points. I've said this so many times. I'll beat it into the ground. Double-digit underdogs is always a juicy Even though we just endeavor. took Cowboys at nine and a half. Yeah. Um, I think Pittsburgh's way better than Chicago is, though. And Yeah, but you can make the argument Philly's way better than analysis. I'm about to get that. Get to that. First of all, no. We hung in that way game with Cooper Rush in Philly. They are not way better. Yeah, that's ridiculous. There's no way. Um, walk the next couple of cars. Are they better? Sure. Game. Way better? Um, anyway. No. Yeah, so the Philadelphia. Steelers are not way better than the Bears are. I think they are. I think they would win significantly. I think they'd win handily. Is it, wait, so where is um, it? Is it in Pittsburgh? It is Pittsburgh it's in, it's at Philly. Philly. It's in Philadelphia. Oh. Here's the deal, guys. Here's the deal. Here's my prediction. I'm fine getting Pittsburgh. I don't know if they actually cover or not. I'm predicting, though, Philadelphia is going to drop a game to a team that is not very good. It's not going to be – like maybe the yeah. Cowboys beat them next time. Maybe they'll lose to a good team. I'm predicting they're, they're – the rest of their schedule is easy. They Every team does. Every year. team drops a so, game where you're like – Actually, they they're the going to drop some really stupid game. And you know what? play the Texans on Thursday night. Steelers. <laughs> so I'm cool with that. Um, next game, Tennessee at Houston. Tennessee are two-and-a-half-point favorites. No Tannehill. Well, he might play. I'm going to take Tennessee. Yep. How much would you, do you think the line moves Tannehill's in and out? None. Like, Probably I'd say like little. a point and a half. None. Maybe. Yeah. I'm fine getting the Texans. Nah, give me Tennessee. Whoa, way better. That was yeah. ludic- that was ludicrous. Yes. All right. Uh, the uh, Commanders are playing in Indy. Indy is favored by three points, even though they're starting Sam Ellinger. Give me the um, commies. Let us pick first. <laughs> don't don't swing our don't swing our votes. Uh, I'm taking the Colts. Um, I, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. I'm prepared for Sam Ellinger to be good, though. Um, I'm prepared for it. There's a reason they sat Matt Ryan well, after, he's got his, a, after his best performance. He's got a uh, he's got a injury though. Eh. He's like out for a while, but I'm prepared for him to be good. Um, but and you know. Washington is one of the teams that I never won. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, San Francisco at the Le- the Los Angeles Rams. San Francisco is a one-and-a-half point favorite. I'm going to go with San Francisco. Okay. I take them. Even though I think the Rams are due for, like, one. They like are. One and it's a home game. game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine getting the Rams – Getting points at home. That's whatever. I mean, the Rams have scored less touchdowns than the Bears this season. Yeah. That was going into – that was before their bye week. Yeah. Like, happened. That was just straight up through the first seven weeks. Um, 
Ooh, speaking they have of to be better. Speaking of points being scored, I I heard this fact earlier today. We talked about the Broncos already. Um, their 150 points through their first seven games are less than Tim Tebow's Denver Broncos scored when he was their oh, starter. That's tough. Yeah. Okay. All right, next game, Giants in Seattle. This is actually probably the game of the week. I didn't get to pick. Oh, Ooh. sorry. I, I was going to go Rams. That's their uh, get-right get game. All right. Coming off a of bye week, too. Yeah. I think it's their get-right game. Allen Robinson, huge, like, 200-yard, three-touchdown Ro- game. Huge, Alan! A huge Allen Robinson game is 30 yards. Yeah. Allen! It, it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Seahawks are favored by three at home. Oh, yeah, I'm against, a, against two. Sorry, the Giants. Giants. It's the game of the week, man. I'm taking the Seahawks. That's fine. I'll take the six and one New York football giants. <laughs> Give me the Seahawks. Get that team out of there. Um, Not at all based bias. on priors. Yeah. It can be. I'm a guest. Uh, Green Bay at Buffalo. Buffalo, right. 11 and a half point favorites. Um, 11 and a half. 11 yeah. and a half Over point Green favorites. Bay. They're at yeah. home, but yeah. That's set I don't care. That's nuts. When's the last? That's a good question. When's the last time Aaron Rodgers has never, been 11 never in and his a half career. point? That's, never in his that's career absurd. to this point. Yep. Um, I am put in a tough position here. I don't want Green Bay at all. But I just talked about how you shouldn't take against double-digit double underdogs. Um, I'll go with – I'll go with – I'll trust the process and say I'll take Green Bay. Okay. I wrote in Buffalo for you. I'll I, trust I wanted the process. That. Yeah, uh, it's probably the best process, but Aaron Rodgers talking on the Pat McAfee show about how guys are disappointing him and maybe we've got to let guys that haven't gotten much playing time, like that is awful leadership. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, has he ever, have we ever known him as like one of the best leaders in the league? No, definitely not. No. Uh, Last game. That's a lot of points. Oh, Wyatt, you get to pick. Oh, yeah. I'm taking the Packers. I, 11 and a half points against Aaron Rodgers. I don't care how rough he's looked. That's, I think he can do that. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of points, but I'm not necessarily like broken up about getting the no, goals there. See, I heard that and I was like, that's insane. And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, man, if the Vikings, I still have to think about it. If the Vikings beat the Cardinals and the uh, Bills beat the Packers, the Vikings have a four and a half game. Uh, advantage in the NFC North. That's tough. That's tough. All right, last game. No NFC Take a shot. Cincy at Cleveland. The Bengals are favored by three and a half. I'm fine taking the Bengals there. Even though they're missing Jamar Chase now, they have <laughs> the depth at wide receiver to withstand that, and I just hate the Browns. So. Fair enough, and I am stuck with the Browns and not too happy about it, to be honest with you. Um. Yeah, I. Since you'll win that game, they should win that game. They should, and they should win by four points at least. But we'll see. we'll see. It's a it's a divisional matchup, so those are never. All right, we will uh, we'll end us off with a little tiny fantasy corner here. I'm um, taking Cincy, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oscar, you want to lead us off with the first point here? 
Yeah, I wrote in on the show doc, and one of the first things I filled in was the fantasy corner because I had to write Oscar's quick fall from grace. We talked about all season my team out kicking its coverage quite a bit, uh, though it did it made up for it in terms of points scored. Um, but I traded away Josh Jacobs, and then Seek got injured, and then Jamar Chase got injured, so. My team is maybe the worst in the league now, so that that'll. That, yeah, I mean, Zeke's probably missing one game though. Yeah, it's not. And Jamar will be back in two or three. Jamar's so. not even going in IR now, so you're probably okay. It's not Fine. crazy. And then you traded away to Josh, so. Yeah. yeah. No, that yeah. was that was my doing. Right. And after these injuries, I'm glad I did that. Right. Yeah. No. For um. Sure. But. Yeah. So now I wanted to talk about my team was a fake playoff team. Oh, I did say this this week. Oscar's very upset about it because I, because I flippantly said Oscar's fake. Oscar's a fake team. Um, uh, no, but I, I now. If there was a New York league. Giants of our league, it was you. Let's put it that way. Man, we got the you know, same less, amount of points. And I've had how many injuries compared to you now? Who's had two players hurt for the first time? I had five starters out two weeks ago, and my whole bench was out, too. I had to start three third-string players. This is not the place to air your grievances, Wyatt. That's awful. You attacked me back. Not on the show. Anyway. Okay. Back to the Uh, show. So I called myself a fake team, agreeing with Sam. I want to talk about the true contenders. Obviously, Sam, we talked about it before the season, went all in, uh, has in my opinion, still the best team in the league. Alec just traded for Josh Jacobs. His yep. team, he's leading the league right now. First in the league uh, right now. Is looking super good. Josh also has gone all in, and his team is super good. And then it's probably Wyatt fourth. Yep. It's Wyatt or Chase and Victor. Eh, and that's that's about it's it. It's probably Wyatt. Um, yeah. Because all the other teams, like... Ben and Connor... Done. So Caleb has already said he's gonna t- throw it in. Simon's team is rough, uh, to say the least. Yeah. And so Chase and Victor have hampered themselves significantly. So. They did. So we've got the three super good teams: Wyatt, Chase, and Victor, probably both making the playoffs. And then it's either Jackson or me that will take the sixth spot. <laughs> yep. And that's the state of the league. Uh, I wanted to close this off giving some fantasy advice to everyone. Let's pick one player at each position each, and we're just going to do quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Who's a must-have, in your opinion? For the rest of season. Quarterback's pretty easy because it's like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and then it's probably like Pat Mahomes and Lamar, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, we could probably skip quarterback. Um, and I guess we can skip tight end, too, because if you don't have Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews, maybe that's a bad spot to be. Yeah, yeah. So or the move. We'll focus maybe. We'll focus on running back and wide receiver here. Um, running back. James Conner. Definitely not. He was ruled out for week eight. Yes, I'm so, aware. That's, that's tough. I'm fully aware. 
I think that Saquon is probably uh, Saquon the number the, one. Saquon was the first name that came to my mind. Austin Eckler, probably number two. As long as he's catching, you see he's on pace for the most receptions, like, by far out of any running back yeah. ever. He's catching double-digit yeah. passes a week because Justin Gerbert has jelly for ribs. Yeah, he's injured. Um, so yeah, so if that keeps up, then, yeah, his floor is, like, 15 points on the passing line. Yeah. Um, I'm, but Saquon is secure. I'm going to say it. It might be Josh Jacobs 3. I disagree. He is. He's looked really good, though. On him a pair. I, I, I simply, and this is this is the biggest reason why I made my fake team clip, is because Josh Jacobs, I think he remains super good this season. Yeah. Simply put, he's put up, what, like 35 points a game the last three or yeah, four weeks? Yeah. That's not continuing. I mean, he's going to drop down to, like, 15. Or yeah. 15 to 20, which is yeah, really which good. Is- Probably the running back three. Yeah. I mean, McCaffrey's up there. Derrick Henry's going to be a beast for the rest of the season. And then Travis Etienne's going to beat them all. (laughs) Wide receivers. (laughs) Um, Wait, wait, wait. Actually, really quickly, I'm interested to get you guys' take on this. James Robinson. Uh What kind of value does he have now that he's a Jet? Fantasy value? Yeah, Michael Carter's there. Yeah. They said they're riding the hot hand. It's it's not going to be fun playing either one of those guys the rest of the season, I'll be honest. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Especially now that Elijah Vera Tucker's out. He was like an all-pro lineman. Yep. And yep. My uh, beautiful boy is gone. He's a jet now. Yeah, that's tough. Sorry, Sam. Yeah. Anyway, we can go wide receivers. Must-have receivers. Who Cooper Cup, obviously. Stephon, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, yeah. Justin Jefferson. All right, let's go outside of the fucking they're like <laughs> the guys. How about this time for for wide receivers? Um, guys, Wondell Robinson. Guys who we think are gonna go nuts. Amon Ross, St. Brown. Um, he's got to stay on the field. I know, man. Uh, man. I'm gonna go look at teams. It's hard to do it off the top of your head. Let's see. I do think that Dak being back is really good for C.D. Lamb. I'll yeah, say that. CD's up there. Can't hurt. Jamar Chase would have been on that list. Yeah. I'm. I'll say it. I'm sort of out on Debo now that Christian McCaffrey is on the Niners. He's still gonna be good. Still be good. But you know who we're I'm in not on? Putting him on that. You know who we're in on? As in we, as in me. Okay. And I said it at the beginning of the season, and it was you gross. Did. You did. Mike Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. He's been producing every week. Caleb uh, just tried to trade him to me for a fifth round pick. Probably way too much. No, a third. No, he has a fifth round pick. I I get his seventh. He gets my fifth. And Jahan Dotson. I get Amari Cooper and uh, Naeem Hines. Yeah. Anyway, um, Caleb with his trades. Amari's getting like four targets a game recently. I don't know that that's keeping up. He's been producing, and he's been doing with Jacoby Brissett, and he's been Deshaun Watson will come back at some point. I overlooked the fifth-round pick somehow, and I thought he was offering me a seventh and Amari Cooper for Jahan Dotson. I was like, oh my god. And then I rubbed my eyes, and I was like, nope. Too good to be true. That's about... Well, T. Higgins is going to be super good while Jamar is out. Like, super good. Yeah. Going back to Chase and Victor's Um, And then... I mean, here's the the other guy in the top twelve 
I actually, I'm not sure if he's actually in the top 12. He's got to be close, though. Chris Olave. Dude, every he's week, been nuts. If we, if we account every for week. keeper status, he's a must-have. Every not week, even man. keeper he's status. He's he doing it. He is a top 12 wide receiver in the league right now. Yeah. He's not I mean, even, we named, like, the top five just yeah, now. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, we're bringing him up next. Yeah. He's He's been nuts. Um, yeah. I think that does us, though. Hopefully the uh, podcast recorded throughout. I got a ton of your signal is weak notifications. So, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, y'all got any parting thoughts? Yeah, next week, next week we're doing the pod from a plane. And then the next from a boat. We did speed this time, altitudes next. We're going to be the wettest podcast on air uh, three well, weeks every from week. now. That's every week. Um, all right, we'll, uh, we'll let you guys go. But um, last, oh, actual last thought. The Aggies are going to kick the absolute crap out of Ole Miss this weekend. I have zero, but I am, I appreciate your enthusiasm. Well, Connor Wagman, baby. Connor Wagman. Is he starting? He's starting. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> yeah, we haven't really talked about AM football much on this podcast, and you can probably venture why. But that is why we are in the car right now. We are driving to College Station. Uh, we're not going to the game. We're not going to the game. Here we go again. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, thank you, Wyatt, as our special guest. Thank you, Sammy, for being – oh, you got something to say. one thing to say. The Dallas Cowboys will win the Super Bowl. Oh, you absolutely always always have to mention that while you're on the pod. Of course. Uh, Thank you, Sammy, for being the GOAT co-host as always. Thank you, Connor Wegman. (laughs) And thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you to our listeners, as always, for coming in and hating yourselves with us. We will see you next week. Sweet.